Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Bismillah al-wahid In the name of Allah the one Bismillah al-qahar In the name of Allah the subdua Bismillahi maliki yawmiddin In the name of Allah The possessor of the day of judgment Subhanahu wa ta'ala Brothers and sisters in Islam, <clears throat> we live today in a world that really has distanced the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala from our lives. Everything around us, its sole purpose is to divert us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, divert us away from our Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala, divert us from our true reality and our true purpose, which is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it becomes a struggle for the believer that I know to be successful in this life my belief has to be fundamental to everything that I do. My whole life has to be based upon La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All my life has to be based upon there is no God except Allah and Muhammad is the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So now how do I navigate this world? Because we live in civilizations today where they believe themselves, the human beings believe themselves to be so superior. They believe they've so technologically advanced that whatever economic issues there are, we can solve them. Whatever technological issues there are, we can solve them. Whatever societal or ideological issues there are, we can solve them, we can legislate, we can dictate, we can legalize, we can prohibit. And so this is the kind of world we find ourselves living in today. Where almost nothing reminds us about Allah. And nothing is, 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 is uh, tied or connected to the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way whatsoever. We truly live in secular societies that have distanced the Creator from the human beings completely. And so now for us, whether it's in our work lives, whether it's in the universities, our academic lives, at home, the internet, the media, due to our telephones, social media, there is always something that grabs your attention and that thing is always diverting you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever successes there are, they are attributed to the human beings. And nothing is directed towards the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. SubhanAllah, to give you a perfect example of this, uh, about a year ago, so now ago, um, in, in Western Australia, there was, a, there was a kidnapping of a young girl, her name was Cleo Smith. And at that time, this was like really a, a case that has, had, had the, uh, the attention of all of Australia. It was really a tragic event and everybody was worried about this young girl that was kidnapped. And there was an enormous police hunt and search to find this young girl that was on a camping trip with her parents and she was taken from her tent. So Alhamdulillah, in the end, when she was finally found and she was safe, Alhamdulillah, the Prime Minister, he came out and he, and he, and he made a statement. The first thing he began with, he said, thank God that this little girl was found you know, safely. And... He received an enormous amount of criticism. Why are you bringing God into this? 
Why are you attributing anything to God? We live in a secular society. Your beliefs have nothing to do with this. Even though what he said was just a slip of the tongue, it was tokenistic. But even to this degree, we don't want any mention of the Creator whatsoever. Everything should be attributed to the human beings. It is through our efforts, our hard work. And the West Australian police minister, he came out at that time after the Prime Minister made this statement and, he, and, he, and, and, and sort of to mock and make fun of the Prime Minister. He said, thank God for the West Australian police. In other words, he's saying it's through our hard work and our diligence and our detectives that we found the girl safe and sound. And it's nothing to do with God. It's nothing to do with the Creator. So not only do they practically, God has, has no role to, in their lives, whether economically, whether on, when it comes to society, in, in every facet that you look, they have, their rules have nothing to do with the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But even to the level that I don't even want you mentioning God in the discussion whatsoever, even if it's tokenistic. We human beings, we know, we are intelligent enough, we are danced enough. Everything is due, due to our hard work and to our efforts. And so subhanAllah for the believer, this is the kind of society we find ourselves living in. Where everything is distanced from the Creator until it's gotten to a level where they want no mention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and nothing is attributed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if you thank God as a slip of the tongue, or something that you believe in your heart that I don't want the Creator mentioned in any way whatsoever. So it's a big challenge now for the believer. We know we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but how deep is that belief? And here, we've got to ask ourselves this question. Is that deep, the belief, is it deep enough where we really feel that shock and that awe we mention Allah. Do we really feel the greatness of the Creator? Do we really feel the perfection of that Creator? Do we really feel so insignificant to pay, compared to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until that feeling in your heart overwhelms you and it's so much greater than everything else? Do we really have that shock and that feeling towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So, without that feeling, we're going to struggle in life because everything is pulling you away from Allah. And so, for you to overcome your desires, overcome the haram, overcome everything that you see around you, for your, the, for your children to be protected from all the haram that we see around us, not only do the, must we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but that belief must be so deep. And the connection to Allah must be so deep that it overwhelms everything else in our lives until it's the central thing that is pushing us in our lives and the thing we rely upon more than anything else. And that's a challenge today. Because we struggle with that. Even when it comes to our prayers. Because most of our day is spent away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is nothing around you to help you to remind you, to connect you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it is at work, whether it is at home, in your leisure time, in your pastime, there is nothing connecting you with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now I have to find, I have to artificially myself, you have to go out of your way 
to push yourself to connect everything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you need to believe in Allah and have a depth in that belief until it overwhelms everything else in your life. And that's the only way we're going to be able to navigate through this life. And that's a massive challenge. But that's, that's the challenge for us. And the first step to accomplishing this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءُ Those that truly have khashya, have fear of Allah, awareness, being conscious of Allah, are the ulama, are the knowledgeable people. Now it's interesting, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't say, ulama'u al-deen, the, 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 uh, those uh, scholars in deen or those scholars in fuqah he says ulama in general which ulama? it could be ulama of deen it could be ulama that have knowledge of the universe of the worldly life scientists academics Allah tells us that I have Allah has sent us signs for us in the heavens and the earth even if you've never come across Islam Many, many times in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always talks about as-samawat wal-ard, the creation of the heavens and the earth, the trees, the mountains, the winds, the water, the animals, everything that we see around us. Many, many times in the Quran, countless times, as-samawat wal-ard, the heavens and the earth. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to, have, to, to truly fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to have knowledge. <clears throat> Not just religious knowledge, the knowledge of the world, <clears throat> the knowledge of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanAllah, there are a lot of verses in the Quran that speak about the heavens and the earth and the creation of the heavens and the earth that you can imagine at the time when they were revealed to the Arabs that they couldn't really comprehend exactly the scope and the, the, the meaning of these verses. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَوَاقِعِ nujum," Allah says, I swear by the placement of the stars. And Allah says, وَإِنَّهُ لَقَسَمٌ لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عَظِيمٌ Allah says, this is an oath. If you knew, it is an immense oath. You can imagine when these verses were sent down to the Arabs, at that time people used to look up at the heavens and they see the stars. When Allah makes an oath by their placement, they couldn't really comprehend where exactly, what is the sky? What exactly are these stars? What are they made up of? How far away are they? <clears throat> where are they placed? Truly at that time, they couldn't really understand this verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa says, and rush to the forgiveness of your Lord. Its width is the heavens and the earth. When Sahaba read these verses, of course they believed in them. They had immense belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they knew that the universe is vast, the heavens are vast. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <clears throat> its width is the heavens and the earth, could they really appreciate at that time what that size actually means? <clears throat> so subhanAllah, I feel that today, we really understand the universe and can understand 
the creation of Allah subhanahu wa in a way that at that time they never could. And this is really something for us that we can use today to truly get that that, that shock and that awe and the understanding and the depth and the, of belief in our Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way that affects us more so than they could at that time when it comes in the regards to the creation. Subhanallah, the technology has reached a level today where we understand so much of the universe and we can appreciate so much that we could never... Have, well, the human beings have never arrived at, at, at this knowledge before. In a recently last few months, um, NASA has put up a new telescope in space called the, the James Webb Telescope. There was a telescope before it called the, Hub, the Hubble Telescope, and that was um, uh, uh, in space, and it allowed them to see, a telescope allowed them in space, allowed them to see into the universe in distances that they could not see from Earth. And for a long time, the Hubble telescope was the main telescope, and that was the furthest they could see using the Hubble telescope. Now there's a new telescope, more powerful than the Hubble telescope. I can see in, in um, pick up things, infrared signals that were just not possible with that old technology. So now they are discovering things about the universe that really boggle the mind and really allow you to appreciate the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we said in Allah says in the Mayakshallah min ibadi ulama, those that fear Allah, they're gonna have the true fear of Allah, that overwhelming fear that shakes the entire core, that overwhelms everything else. They are, they are the knowledgeable ones. And we have to have knowledge of the creation of Allah. And one of the ways is to have knowledge of the universe. We know we live on a planet called Earth. And Earth is a is a massive place. But when you start looking more than this, we know that we live, Earth, it's situated in a solar system. And this, our solar system, has eight planets. Right? And it has a star, our sun. No matter how big Earth is, when you compare it to the sun, subhanAllah, if you take the sun and you try to fit as many Earths as you could inside that sun, they say, the sun could fit around roughly about 1 million Earths inside the sun. Such is the, the size of the sun, our star. And our star compared to the stars that are out there is like average in size. And there are stars that are hundreds of times bigger than our sun. And so now you can start to appreciate some of the sizes, some of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What, what, how big things are compared to where we are. If you look at our solar system, to start thinking about the size of things and the creation of Allah, if you were to travel from the sun to the end of the solar system, right, um, at the fastest speed that these, these probes that they send into outer space, the fastest that they can travel, it will take roughly 40,000 years to travel outside our solar system. 40,000 years, how many generations and lifetimes is that? That's just <clears throat> our solar system. Okay, what's more than that? Okay, what's, what's the, outside our solar system, what's the closest thing to us? And the scientist said there's a, there's a group of three stars called the Alpha Centauri. They're the closest stars to our solar system. And 
If you were to travel the distance to get to reach these stars, it's roughly 80,000 years to get to these stars. And that's the closest thing that is closest to our solar system, outside our solar system. <clears throat> now, if you start going beyond that, we can't talk about kilometers and years anymore because the distances are so vast, the numbers will be so immense. So the, they come up with a new way of discussing distances. Instead of using kilometers and years, scientists talk about light years. So they, they say light travels 300,000 kilometers in one second. And in one year, light can travel over 9 trillion kilometers. So they said the Alpha Centauri are about four light years away from our solar system. Okay, if we start going even further. They said our solar system, we live in something called a galaxy. That galaxy is made up with over roughly between 100 billion to 400 billion stars like our sun. And they said the distances, you're talking about over 100 billion light years from end to end if you were to travel this galaxy. So now already you can start to appreciate and think about how immense is this creation. Our galaxy has over 100 billion stars, over 100 billion light years across. Okay, let's go bigger. <clears throat> the universe... How many of these galaxies do we have in the universe? SubhanAllah, the more they discover, the more they find that well, there's, there's, the numbers are so much more than they ever thought. Some scientists believe now that the galaxies are over, they number over 100 billion galaxies, maybe some estimates, trillion galaxies. Nobody could really get a proper count. But the, the, in the end, we're talking about billions and billions and billions of galaxies. And each galaxy has billions and billions of stars. And now you start to get an idea of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of the universe. Imagine the vastness of what we're speaking about. Now subhanAllah, when they, when they used this James Webb telescope, they, they, they brought back some images. And they took this one image. And they said, if you were to look up into the sky... This image, the area that it covers in the sky, it's like holding up a grain in your hand and putting it up to the sky. The area that the grain covers, that's this picture, that's what it looked into. And in that area, which is like a grain of sand in the sky, they found thousands and thousands of galaxies just in that area. And they discovered a galaxy that's the most distant galaxy that so far they've recorded. And they said this galaxy is over 13 and a half billion light years away from Earth. So now, subhanAllah, you start to get an appreciation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah says, rush to the forgiveness of your Lord. And a Jannah whose width is the heavens and the earth. You can now start, you can imagine the galaxy, the solar system, the Milky Way, the hundreds and billions of stars, the billions of galaxies, the distances 30 and a half billion light years away. <clears throat> and Jannah is this, the galaxy, the, the universe and the earth is just, the, the Jannah is just the width. So imagine the length of the Jannah. Allah says, 
the Jannah is even greater than this. So now you can start to get an appreciation about the, the, the perfection of Allah, the power of Allah, the capability of Allah, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a being this is subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a perfect being. How insignificant we are. When you put yourself, the human being, and you place yourself inside this universe, inside this creation, we can't even say, you can't even use the measurement of a speck. You're not even a speck, because a speck would be something. You would not even measure a speck in this creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is this creation to Allah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَسِعَ كُرْسِيُّهُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Allah says in Ayat Kursi, the greatest verse in the Qur'an, that all this universe, before, subhanAllah, I forgot, so before we get to that, there's a hadith, Prophet ﷺ, when he, when he mentioned, when I, many times Allah ﷺ said, he said, سَبْعَ السَّمَاوَاتِ Allah created seven heavens and earth. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, the example of the seven heavens and the earth compared to the throne of Allah is like a ring thrown into a desert. Think about that for a second. We just discussed the universe, the vastness, the distances, the light years, the billions of, of, of stars and trillions of stars, maybe trillions of galaxies. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said all of this and subhanAllah, some, some ulama, they said that the universe, we know there are seven heavens, the universe could just be one of these seven heavens. Because Allah says, وَلَقَدْ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحِ Allah says, we have adorned the heaven of the earth with lamps, meaning the stars. So based upon that verse and other verses, some ulama said that when you look into the universe, this is just one heaven. And we already know the fastest of what we discussed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said He created seven heavens. So what is there beyond this universe? What are these heavens like? How vast are they? <clears throat> and then Prophet ﷺ, he said, All of these seven heavens and earth compared to the throne of Allah is like throwing a ring in a vast desert. So what's the ring in a desert? It's almost like nothing. And now you understand what Allah says in Ayat al-Kursi, وَسِعَ كُرْسِيُّهُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ His kursi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, some scholars have says, uh, interpreted it as the footstool of Allah encompasses the heavens and the earth. Now you start to understand the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The perfection of Allah, the capability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How insignificant we are as a creation compared to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't even weigh a speck in the magnitude of this creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when you talk about all of this creation, what is it to Allah? This vastness, this universe, these seven heavens, his throne, the kursi, everything. What is it to Allah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in an amazing verse. Allah says, أَوَلَمْ يَرَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَنَّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ كَانَتَا رَتْقًا فَفَتَقْنَاهُمَا وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمَاءِ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ حَيْ أَفَلَا يُؤْمِنُونَ 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and do not the disbelievers see that the heavens and the earth Allah said they were one piece Allah says فَفَتَقْنَاهُمَا this whole universe in the hands of Allah in the power of Allah what's it like? it was one piece Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَفَتَقْنَاهُمَا فَتَقْنَاهُمَا it's like we tore it apart we spread it apart like grabbing imagine you grab a piece of fabric in your hand <coughs> you want to loosen it you want to expand it you want to tear it apart this whole creation this whole universe this whole seven heavens compared to the magnitude and the greatness and the size of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah says this is like one piece like a piece of fabric Allah says we ripped it apart this is the creator subhanahu wa ta'ala this, this is the immense power the immense capability the greatness and the size and the magnitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just the mind is incapable of truly understanding the reality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then imagine all of this creation, ours, our solar system, our, 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 our earth, our sun, the billions and billions of stars, billions and billions of galaxies, the seven heavens and earth. What does Allah subhanahu wa say? Kullu shay'in halikun illa wajha. Allah says, every single thing shall perish except for his face, his majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of this vastness, all of this creation, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sounds the, when the angel of sounds the trumpet, everything in the heavens and the earth, all of this creation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, everything shall perish except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the call will be made, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, when everything has perished, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ Allah says, to whom does the dominion belong? To whom does the dominion belong? To whom does the dominion belong? And the answer comes, لِلَّهِ الْوَاحِدِ الْقَهَارِ To Allah, the one, the subduer, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Allah. This is the creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what the creation is to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is his perfection, his majesty, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do we feel this shock when we think about the Creator? Do we have this awe in our hearts? Do we have this reverence towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Does that feeling override everything else in our lives? That I am so insignificant that my life, you know, many, many times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this world, it's like an illusion. Allah says it's like when, you, when, when you're... When you're in hellfire or in Jannah, when you think about the world, it's like me seconds have passed. It was like the time was nothing. It's like um, some verses say, it's like you lived one day and one night. Why? Because if you count your life, lifetime, and if you count the days and the years of earth, Allah says 50,000 years of our time is the equivalent of one hour with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 50,000 years. So when you measure your life, how long are you going to live? 70 years, 80 years, 100 years? If 50,000 years equals one hour, how much is 100 years if you live that? 
How much is that going to equal in that hour? Is it going to be a few seconds? Truly our lives are nothing but a few seconds with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have so very little time and your life is finished. So how insignificant are we compared to Allah? Do we feel that, that shock and that awe and that reverence to the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala? And this is, this is the only way that you're really going to pass this life, this test that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for us. To live in this world, this world that is distancing you away from the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is isolating away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything is diverting you and taking away your attention. For you to succeed, you have to build this belief, this deep belief in your heart in this way. And the only way you're going to do that is through knowledge. The more knowledge you have of Allah, the more understanding you have of Allah, the more you read about His creation and the signs that He's created for us in this universe subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more you understand your insignificance compared to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How really, really little you are. How your life is me seconds and it's over compared to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that has to be how the way our creed is built. That's how, how our belief has to be. Not only for ourselves, but for our children. We know what the, the challenges they face today. We know the ideas and the corruption and the unnatural way that people are living today. We know these, these new agendas, the new, these new ideas about genders, about male-female relations, about desires, about the same-sex marriages, all this filth, all these uh, uh, sins that are pushed on our children. The only way they're going to succeed, the only way you're going to get them to navigate any of this is to build the right truth in their hearts, the right belief in their hearts. The belief that they have a feeling in their hearts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so much greater, so much more, that He outweighs everything until my life is based upon this belief. And everything that I do, all my actions, my whole life is based upon this belief. La ilaha illallah. There is no God except Allah. Or that when the human beings try to legislate for me, when they try to give me ideas, when they try to direct my life, divert me away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I remember that feeling that Allah is greater than this, that we're insignificant, that we're useless compared to the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the way that they will judge things. But you have to believe, build that belief, that creed in their hearts in this way. It's more important than their school knowledge. It's more important than what jobs they have. It's more important than what they learn at universities. This is the only knowledge that is going to benefit them in this life and in the hereafter. This knowledge for you, as a parent, should override every other type of knowledge. Everything else is secondary to building the right creed and belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And building that belief in a deep way, based upon the knowledge of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where not only do we have belief in Allah in a shallow way, we know we are created, and we know we should, we're Muslims and we should do right. But the belief is built in a way where it overwhelms you. Where you truly feel that in my heart I feel the shock and the awe of the Creator. How insignificant I am. And this is something that must be a daily occurrence to remain on this, on this idea. 
Keep seeking this knowledge. Keep pushing this idea. Keep reading the Quran. Understand the verses of Allah subhanahu Listen, read the science. Understand the universe. So that this idea and this belief remains the overriding belief in your heart. And this is the only way we're going to succeed in this godless society. To have the reverence of the, the Creator subhanahu wa in this truly deep way based upon the knowledge of Allah. Not any knowledge of the deen. Knowledge of his creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Aqulu qawli hada, wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum, fa yafawz al-mustaghfirin, astaghfirullah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.